This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac. But unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. There's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today. Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number 1. It is a exercise tip for the bench press. Before you lay down to go bench press, what you should do, this is what I'm doing right now. I am basically sitting down on the bench and I am doing seated calf raises. Why am I doing that? Because I'm trying to activate my calf and my foot so that when I am pushing the weight off my chest when I'm pushing the, the barbell away from me, I am driving my feet through the ground. That is what should be happening when you're benching. You should not be laying there like a, a, a limp noodle, right? You're, this is a full body movement. So as I'm benching, boom, I am pushing my feet through the ground. So I'm doing that movement before I bench press to activate my foot and my calf and to help drive that weight off my chest. Now, the, uh, the, I, this might work a little better on dumbbell bench press than barbell bench press, not because you shouldn't be using your feet to help you bench, but because when I do it with the dumbbells, I actually sit them on my quads and I do this calf activation, this foot activation with the weight on top of my quad. Quick side note here, I've been given a lot of thought to making an entire podcast on the bench press, like legitimately going through a very detailed conversation of every trick I know and how to put it into the complete and total optimal bench press. If you're interested in that, let me know and I'll do it. If you're not, I don't know. I don't care. I might still do it. But let me know if you're interested in it. Okay, tip number two, something I'm experimenting with. So as many of you know, I'm still taking my daily cold showers, about a minute and 30 seconds, and predominantly I put the cold water on my upper back and my traps and my face. That's what I'm predominantly doing. But now what I'm experimenting with, with any experiment, is putting the cold water on target areas, trying to see if that cold water will help I don't know, expedite fat lice. So target areas being the love handles, the gut. So I'll do my traditional shoulders, chest, traps, and then I will put the water on those target areas. So that is the experiment. I'm trying to see if targeting that cold water will actually amplify or accelerate fat loss in those areas. It apparently does everywhere else because of heat shock proteins, but I'm trying to see if it will amplify the effects. Okay, tip number three, a quote that I've been thinking about. Don't accept criticism from someone you wouldn't go to for advice. I'll say it again. Don't accept criticism from someone you wouldn't go to for advice. Okay, tip number four, something I'm watching that's moving me. It is Einstein and the bomb. And one thing, I'm only 10 minutes into it, but one thing that hit me is that they were asking Einstein, hey, were you always smart? And he said, listen, when I was in school, my teachers told me I was too dumb and I wouldn't amount to anything. So, and I remember hearing this a while ago, but I dug in a little deeper this morning. And I'm gonna read to you what, what I read this morning. So, when, this is about Einstein. When he started elementary school, his teachers thought him dull, dim-witted, and hopeless. 
as he didn't answer questions immediately. Whew, this is Einstein, by the way. He didn't fit in and failed miserably. Okay, then it said he gets to high school. His Greek teacher told him he would never amount to anything and that he should stop wasting everyone's time and leave school, which eventually he did. <laughs> it wasn't until he hooked up with a mentor who pushed him towards physics and mathematics that he actually started to excel. So just think about that. Wherever you are in the journey of your life, Einstein's, Einstein teachers thought he was dull, dim-witted, and hopeless. Einstein. Albert Einstein. Yeah, if people could think he was dull and dim-witted, what could they think about you? Okay, tip number five. It's a productivity tip. A productivity tip. If you are in the middle of doing something and you get stuck, right? You're in a deep thought. You can't solve a problem. and You get stuck. Just get up and move out of that area. Stand up. Walk out of that area. I don't know. Go for a quick walk. Go get a drink of water at the water cooler. Whatever it is, get out of the area you are in. You need to move away. Let those synapses in your brain connect. Then go back and give it a shot. I guarantee you you're going to go back and you're going to get right back to work. Okay, tip number six. Tip number six, the craziest thing that I saw all week. Uh, I Because of the snow, I've been sprinting on a hill at Bloomingdale. So I, that's usually like my go-to when I sprint because they, they, they get all the snow off the ground. They plow all the snow. And I'm able to run there, but on the field, it's filled with ice. So I go to the, the hill to sprint. I got my little shake wakes, and I'm running in the street, by the way. This is a street where people drive down. It's a street that people walk by as they're walking through the park. And I have to say, one thing that I've kind of given up is the, the concern of looking stupid. Like, this kind of probably looks pretty stupid. I'm running up a hill where people park their cars in the middle of the street. It is a dead-end road, but it still looks stupid. And I am holding my little shake weights pro pulse feeders. And the coolest thing that I saw is that these two people walking, an older couple, and the guy is like, listen, I got to ask you, what are you doing? You know, how many times are you up and down that hill? How, how often do you do this? Do you run laps around the field? Do you go do long distance or sprint? And what are those weights? So it was, I just thought it was really cool that someone took the time to, instead of judging because a lot of times people just say, this guy's a moron, and they'll say something at you. We've had this number of times we trained in public gyms where people would just say things at our guys that they're moron, you're going to get hurt, you look stupid. Uh, but this guy took the time to try and understand. I could tell that he was genuinely interested in what I was doing. And it's not about me, but I think I just, I love people that like to learn. I love people that have an open mind. And I really did appreciate that this guy just came up to me and ask that question without fear of even looking stupid for asking the question. And the other cool thing is that when it was the conversation was over, he thanked me for taking the time to answer his question. And I told my wife the story. She said, why, why would you not? But I said, most people don't take the time. I, I don't know. Maybe the, this is the type of world we live in where most people won't even take the time to answer the question of somebody else. Like I legitimately stopped my workout and talked to the guy through everything that I was doing. This is why I sprint over long distance. This is why I use these shake weights. This is the benefit of them that I can hear my mind-muscle connection because a lot of people see them and they think they're actually just legitimately heavy weights of your arms. No. Now, I, I and again, I didn't sit there and try and make this a uh, podcast on the street, but I was just trying to answer his question in a, in a way that he would at least get a better understanding of what I was doing. So that's it. I thought that was pretty cool. La last two notes, last two shout-outs here. Shout-out number one, congratulations to St. Anne's basketball team. So our very own Jimmy Yuski is the head coach of this basketball team. I believe it's 7th uh, and 8th graders, and they won the championship last night at the CYO Center. So congratulations, Jimmy Yuski. Unbelievable 
season. I think they went undefeated, and I think he took them from a team that was like, I don't know. I think they the, the kids that had caught, gone on to this team, I don't know what the story is. Maybe they won one game, and he went from like a one game to actually winning the entire championship. So great job, Jibiuski. Think number two, Joe Sarno got married yesterday. Congratulations, Joe Sarno. Once again, it is awesome to see the guys in advanced training developing from crazy football players to grown men with families and careers and leading others. And Joe Sarno, just he's man. <laughs> he, I just, I'm so happy to be on this journey with him. I knew him since I think he was 16 years old to now being married. He was a 16-year-old, great football player, great leader as a player, and now he's married. I, I love these stories. I'm just fortunate to be enough around these guys long enough to see their evolution and the development as people. All right, everybody. Enjoy the rest of your week. Bye. This episode is brought to you by ProPulse Speed Trainers, created by the mad scientist himself, David Weck. Now, in my 20-plus years of evaluating athletes, there was always one thing one thing that I could look at and tell you if this athlete was going to be sick or if they were going to be an our coordinated mess. And I could tell you that in about five seconds. And what was it? It was the way their upper bodies moved in sync with their lower bodies. If they were in complete and total sync, I knew the athlete was going to be sick. You've always heard, look at this guy's arm angles. Look at the way the violent arm action, the way this guy runs. Well, those were always the best athletes. Now, what David Weck did is he created these little miniature weights that are about 12 ounces each that you can hold in your hand. And inside of those weights, he has these little beads. And when you run and when you move, when you're pumping those arms, when those weights are pumping those arms, you can actually hear with those beads if you are on the right rhythm. It's actually sending a signal to your brain to say, yep. I am in pace, I am in rhythm, and it will instantly get your upper body and lower body in sync. If you want to become like Michael Jordan, Randy Morse, LeBron James, Derek Jeter, watch these guys run, watch their sick arm angles, get yours today. Go to shop.weckmethod.com. That's shop, W-E-C-K, that's weckmethod.com. Put in the code WMA270. Again, that's WMA270. It will get you 10% off of any item that you buy. Go and get yours today.